Welcome to Help You Help Me, the podcast where I ask you, the listener, for advice on my everyday life. And in return, I'll give you some advice on yours as if you have questions for me. My name is Eddie. The podcast email is helpyouhelpmepod at gmail.com, H-Y-H-M underscore pod on Twitter. And uh, Help You Help Me podcast on Instagram and Vero. Um, This is a really cool episode, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to this. This is a very special episode that I recorded with um, Wanda of Florida Green Leaves. And um, and a special, a special guest, her name is Kristen. Um, she's a patient here in the state of Florida. And, um, you know, I kind of wanted to get some perspectives um, about, you know, cannabis itself, but also kind of to touch a little bit on like cannabis culture and history and that sort of thing so um it's a great episode and a wonderful conversation and um we did enjoy um some herbals because i'm on a, an alcohol fast uh and we did record this on uh cinco de mayo so uh instead <laughs> i had uh you know some herbals and um, it made for a really fun conversation. So uh, people out there, um, thank you for listening again. And um, this is episode 45 with Wanda of Florida Green Leaves and our special guest, Kristen. Yeah. Yeah. I really like it. I enjoyed it a lot. And that was Super Silver Haze? Yeah, that was Super Silver Haze. Oh, I like Super Silver Haze. No, it's on. You're good. I'm re- I'm re- we're recording, so... Are we on? Yeah, we're on. Okay. Hey guys, hey guys. Hey. This is a this is a very special episode. <laughs> Super special episode. So it's a very special episode. Um, so I have, in an effort to get more of my friends to join into this foolishness that I call uh, a podcast, I have reached out to um, one of my favorite people on earth. Um, she goes by the name Florida Green Leaves on Instagram. Hi, and um, I don't know. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, absolutely. My name is Wanda, and my Instagram is Florida Greenleaves. I have been establishing that uh, early February before I actually went to learn sativa, which is a whole different experience. Um, and I also worked in the industry for almost a year before that in Florida. So that was really fun. Yeah, yeah. You were like a um, you you worked in the industry with me and the place that I work mm-hmm. and um, I, which I, for reasons of discretion, I will not say uh, Voldemort's name. Yeah, absolutely. I've said it before. You guys know what's up anyway. Yeah. Um, I, and I don't mean that it's, I mean, to call it. It's not. Yeah. It's like not, they're not. Yeah. Such a I mean, Harry Potter. They're not, so they're not Voldemort, but you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> they're a little bit Voldemort. Um, they're a little bit Voldemort. Um, <laughs> so, um, but last last week on the pod, oh, uh, introduce yourself because you're also here as well. Um, hi, I'm Kristen. <laughs> well, Kristen's here as well. She is a patient here in the state of Florida and um, with three autoimmune disorders. And um, I, I, I wanted to have a patient here as well so that we can get, you know, the perspective of two people who work within the industry and someone who doesn't. So, Absolutely. Um, yeah, because everybody's 
perspective will ultimately help to uh, cobble together, uh, you know, certain solutions for issues that underlie the industry. Absolutely. I think that people that work in the industry have a huge part in playing for uh, what the patient needs. Um, and we all need to be more educated on like different like uh, ideas of the plan. And also, because um, a lot of people don't like smokable, but hello, this is full spectrum at that point right. as well. So, um, all right, so are we gonna just do CBD, oral, and then dabs, and then have that person not eat? Right. Um, there's a lot of things that I run into that are like that, so. Yeah, and we spend a lot of time like kind of managing people's expectations um, on, on on the retail side of what cannabis is and how it's different from, you know, the opioid that, I, that they've been on for, you know, however long. Seven to, you know, 15 years, so. Yeah. I had yeah. been on them for a few years and I was maxed out at 10, 325. Yeah. And they prescribed that to me four times a day. And Good. it got to the point where I started taking two at a time because it wasn't working anymore. And I finally got to the point where I couldn't do any more. I, I was scared to take any more. And Wanda introduced me to um, the vaping and explaining what all the different strains and types can do for you and so i'm still learning all of that stuff yeah but you just got your medical card a week ago so give yourself a, a big round of applause for knowing so much already first of all and you're, and you're also not going to like there's always a trial and error period at the very beginning of your mm -hmm. recommendation well, been nailing it everything yeah. <laughs> everything she's like thank you, you needed this and I and I well, know, girl, it, yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm so much better now. I said, well, yeah. you're in a lot of pain, so you're gonna need some Delta for, Eight. From your our, from, I know your stuff. From our I perspective, mean. we 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 you shoot the for the we differently. we shoot for the trial and not so much the error. Yeah. yeah. So whenever we're able That's to, a good way to explain it. yeah, I mean, like I I. I I fully so we know, like, with someone that's going to have some sort of Crohn's disease, we're going to look for high CBG content. You got it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, there's, like, a lot of different ailments where if someone has a, lot, a huge mood disorder, I'm going to give them high THCV. Yeah. So that they can experience high euphoria and be content. But here's the, the thing. Moment. But, but here's the thing. You're teaching her that. You're teaching her that, right? Mm-hmm. On, on, on my end, when I get people that come in and I'm like, this is what yeah. CBG is, this is what CBN, THCV, like and all this stuff, and they, gla and they glaze over. I and and, and yeah, it's like, it's, 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 it's a, when, when I started you know, talking about, yeah, like well, earlier. I didn't know when we, anything when, about it until I met Wanda. I mean, my dad, I, I grew up around it. My dad smoked it for years and years. Yeah. You know, but I just thought pot was pot. And she started explaining, well, this can do this for you and this can do that. And we... We tried different things, and we found so many things already that make me feel so much better than right. I normally do. And, and earlier, we had a discussion about uh, terpene profiles before we were oh, recording, yeah. and that's another thing. It's like I'm it's still figuring that yeah. one out. It's a little confusing to me. That's but yeah, but here's the, okay. but, but here's the thing: is like first today was the first time that you heard about terpenes, basically well, heard her talk in about depth. It, but I in didn't, depth, yeah, it's in the depth. first time you heard about terpenes. So like, yeah, like we just threw a college book at you. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely, we just threw yeah. about two years worth of like study but, that but, we've been doing for like it's extensively for probably like three months. Right. But but also like 
the idea of what terpenes are is in your head now. Yeah. And that's what I and that's what I mean. Like that's a lot of people want, that's what with, I want medical patients to Right. Have. We do a lot of we do a lot of hand holding and it's always refreshing when people let go of our hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, but when we're constantly constantly leading like and I, I've gotten to the point now that I'm just like, you know, I get it's my job to worry about the nuances. Like yeah. here's yeah. the thing you need. Yeah. Like but but I want people to be more empowered about what cannabis is and what it is chemically and what it's yeah, doing to their body and that, oh, yeah it's, going it's down marijuana and i'm using it to get high but right exactly the right things and no no not help you not even that just, like if you're using it to get high like find the right one that gives you the best high like i'm not like, i don't i don't drink Settle. i don't drink vodka because it doesn't agree with me yeah right be 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 a nerd about your be a nerd about your weed. Yeah, like, <laughs> be, be a huge nerd. If you're in a lot of pain and you can't sleep, make sure that you save your reclaim because it's rich in CVN. Um, make make edibles out of it. I don't know. Have yeah. it again. Edibles There's so many easy, things you can do. Right. Pretty quick acting and can be very tasty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a fact. And 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 I I I'm. I just want people to know, like, I think that when we see people, like, they're at the point where they just, they, they actually need the hand-holding. Yeah. It's the people mm-hmm. who who just refuse to... Learn anything. Right. Just... Yeah, um, we definitely have um, a sort of type of market that only wants THC and uh, only looks at that percentage, and, which... And does it... It, it actually scoffs at the CBD uh, percentage. I, I actually had I've um, seen people go a friend who was uh, diagnosed with MS, and we got into a personal like argument about how he was telling me that THC uh, re reforms the myelin sheath, and CBD does nothing to it. And I said, absolutely not. I said it actually, it actually does it way more. It does it twice as fast right. than THC would. Uh, THC is a rescue, and CBD is way more of a repair and restore. Right. So there was a lot of that, and um, I actually know someone who is a is a lead extractor, and actually spoke to him as well, and they they didn't they they bumped heads as well. So. You know, it's just a, it's a preference kind of at some point sometimes. But people, and and you know, that's the thing, like people are allowed to have differing opinions, but like it's real hard to like, like have a differing opinion with. Medical cannabis. Right. And like science. This is medical. Yeah. Proof and. Absolutely. Things that people, but it, it, but I, I, I fully, I mean, I support the questioning of it because it at least means that there is a curiosity and, mm-hmm. and, and that people, it's the defying that I can't like, well, it's, you know, just this and then only these type of people are going to be like, you know, using it. It's just for stoners or whatever. It's like, no, there's like people who are yeah. genuinely yeah. looking for uh, relief and care about the product that they're putting in their body so much that you know, they're willing to <coughs> stop using all the things that were killing their livers and deteriorating, their, de- deteriorating their bodies from the inside out. Yeah. And I, and, and I think that that's not respected enough. Like people taking charge of their own um, treatment yeah. isn't respected enough. No, it's, it's, yeah. it's really not, uh, within the community. It's been, um, pretty difficult for, uh, a lot of people to vape in public, even though they have a designated driver, 
Um, and they're a thousand feet away from a school. They're within the legal uh, area to they're, be able to vape right. and medicate. Right. So it's kind of um, I've been seeing that a lot lately, which discourages the community and makes them take more of an oral route or a sublingual route or an edible route. Right. Because well, we don't have edibles in Florida. Because telling me that I can't vape at Disney is ridiculous. Yeah. You're telling me that oh, I can't yeah. I, I can't vape in a high anxiety situation for me. Like if when like I if have I anxiety. have to be there with my wife and children to take on family vacation, mm-hmm. I should be able to medicate so that I can enjoy my vacation with my family. Absolutely. It's ridiculous. It's like it's like it's, it, it, as many steps as we take to break down the myth of you know reefer madness and all that shit. Like we still have to, we still get knocked two steps backwards by like, you know, uh, like lame duck thinking from. It's absolutely, I believe, from, from our opposition. parents and what observation they saw within the seventies or eighties or sixties or wherever era you're from, which was a lot of, you know, substance abuse being seen mm-hmm. within the sixties, seventies, and eighties, which we all know is just climbing but thank god that right medical cannabis is taking over and we've seen over 11 percent of alcohol sales in the state of florida drop right and and i i feel like the the culture of cannabis being able to make it through like the uh gateway drug era you know what i mean mm-hmm. like and, and and be disproven as this gateway drug for because i i've been telling people for years it's like cannabis is not a gateway drug addiction Absolutely not. addiction is the gateway uh, yeah addiction, <laughs> addiction is the issue addiction it's is the issue what, what you're going to replace it with do you have coping skills do you do you meditate do you do cbd do you do thc mm-hmm. uh do you have anything at all yeah. supplements vitamins. like think, think about think about our neighborhoods and oh thank you kristen's a sweetheart so sweet. oh my god thank you girl um i aim to please you did um outside of like think about how life was in like the 40s and 50s in like in communities of color and, and it wasn't yeah. great because you know we were still getting our asses kicked at a disproportionate rate Absolutely. however before the influx of heroin and crack cocaine we were just smoking weed and everything was great yeah <laughs> yeah we were just smoking weed and everything yeah, was fantastic 50s, you didn't hear of extreme riots right and then, you know, heroin gets introduced into the neighborhood. Crack cocaine gets introduced into the neighborhood. Absolutely. You see the deteriora- deterioration of, right, you see the rise of gang violence. You see the rise of gang factions. And you see all these things happen around all these drugs that were not weed. Yeah, they <laughs> were man-made. No one ever overdosed from weed. Right. Well, I mean, there's, there, there are going to be people out there who tell you someone has. Yeah, right. And it, I, but that's, it, it's not, a, that's, that's an urban true. myth. <laughs> that is actually a myth. Um, my very good friend and business partner, Green NP, has told me that there is no way that you can overdose on CBD. Right. True. Absolutely not. I, I literally had somebody come to me the other day and said, no, I actually get a high off of CBD. And I'm like, that's highly unlikely. <laughs> but mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I didn't yell kids yell. Maybe he does. But I, I like, I spend so much time trying to like unspin spin that people yeah. have about cannabis. And it's just like, I 
like if you got high off of CBD, it was a one to one or it was some sort of ratio. It was not just CBD. Yeah. 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 There was a ratio. There was some sort of THC in there that could possibly have caused drowsiness or some sort of like dizziness. Um, I've seen that. And uh, mm-hmm. it doesn't even happen with just the older elderly community of MMJ patients. These are like young patients as well that have never done it in their lives. Right. So it's it's a really huge vast variety yeah i agree i agree like it's 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 a it, like it, it's a large swath of people and i i'm part of my heart is warmed by like the people who come in and they're just like i went on to leafly and i looked up this and what is this and do you have this to stop because i heard that this was that i'm like okay girl i'm so happy that you did your research before you came in here like that makes Absolutely. my job a lot easier because you're more enthusiastic about it, and the, even the people who are a little bit trepidatious, it's like, I, like as long as they're open, then like great. But there, there are some people who are like just like I, the, I just want to get high as I possibly can. And it's just like, no, it's yeah, not doing anything for you. I mean, yes, getting high feels great temporarily, but if you're not getting all these, these you need the full you need spectrum effect. Full spectrum, but you need to like everything else. I mean, if you have serious diseases where you're in chronic pain, if you're not taking the right thing, the pain's not going to, you know, I mean, it'll be numbed for a few Do you know how many it. people who, when I mention that a product is full spectrum, they go, what does that mean? I'm like, oh, girl, what? Yeah. Uh, they don't know what they need. It is every, everything you need. It's, it's everything it's everything you need. It's everything you need. It's all the it's all the chemical components of the plant and all the benefits of those chemical components of the plant. It's not just like you getting high or whatever the case may be. Like you have to like really be educated about what your products are, what a cutting agent is, what not having a cutting agent is, like all of that stuff. Absolutely. And cutting agents, uh, if you're not careful. Um, I think that people really need to know this, but do not ever ingest pure distillate. Please, God, don't. <laughs> um, Thank if you. you put it into a capsule, you must eat, but it is not recommended never to eat oh distillate. My God. Cook with it, please, I've been, or dab it. I've been telling people. I've been telling people like, listen, like if you're you can put it, you can use it for recipes. Yeah. Whatever the case may be. Absolutely. But like always like take it around food. Like it, A, food helps to carry the THC to your cells a lot faster, but it also is not going to be like, you know, an ethanol gel in your stomach, <laughs> essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and there's also natural, um, natural foods that will increase the rapid um, absorption rate. So let's say omega-3s, if you eat a bunch of walnuts right. before you take your almonds. distillate and then eat your food, almonds, things like that, then that's going to go ahead and carry your THC and transfer it over to your liver and make it to be another compound. And then there you go. Your high is more intense mm-hmm. and you have it for about three to five hours and you do not have to medicate once again. Right. Which is really, really nice. And it's important for people to know that because I like, again, like I'm the type of person, like I don't care what kind of medication you're taking. Like it's important to take medication with or around food. It A, it gives you a schedule so that you're not taking something that you should be taking at the same time every day at a different time every day. Yeah. And B, 
the medication actually, I mean, food actually helps to uh, metabolize medication Absolutely. a little bit better. If you take CBD without eating anything, you will literally, it will bypass your liver. You got it. And go completely through your kidneys and you will and just you, urinate it out. Right. Med waste. Yep. It's, med, it's immediate med, med waste. waste. $25 down the drain or 50 or 75 or I've seen higher uh, hemp products that are uh, about $150. Yeah. <laughs> so it really, it really depends, to be honest. <laughs> oh, um, oh, this is what I've been meant to ask you a, a little while ago. Okay, so I, I've had to explain CBD to patients mm-hmm. on multiple occasions. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of help people out with like the over-the-counter versus the dispensary mm-hmm. CBD. More hemp. Yeah. Okay. Um, what what's what's your what's the difference between a dispensary CBD and yeah. um, the the difference between dispensary hemp or dispensary uh, cannabis is that it is cannabis from the female plant, Mary Jane. Thank God. Um, so it has been extracted. Women are always better than men. Always, <laughs> always. Um, so that has been, the THC has been extracted out, which we'll talk about the whole 10% THC cut oh, soon. Yeah. Okay. I really want to get into that yeah. as well. Um, but so getting all of the THC out and getting it to be Charlotte's Web or Afghani Ruby or whatever CBD you may use. Um, uh, definitely female derived will, it will just activate quicker into your body. It actually binds also to CB1, CB2 receptors. Um, hemp products will bind to CB1 receptor and it'll take a little longer, but it doesn't mean that it's not good. I actually have two brands that I really like to use. Uh, one of them is Crystal Creek Organics, and I want to give a shout out to Florida Cannabis Coalition and also Regulate Florida and Sunshine Cannabis for putting on an amazing event in Gainesville uh, a little bit ago. Absolutely. It was really great. A lot of people came out and got a lot of medicine, and it was really great. Um, they got the Gainesville Green, which is at Truly right now. Um so if you guys want to try that out, go ahead. Um, it's a very nice sativa, very clear crystal um, type of euphoric feeling that you can do a lot of things with. Uh, it does not over medicate you whatsoever. Whenever I use Gainesville, I get able to function normally when have every relief that you need. Yeah. Whenever I use Gainesville, I get all of the indica out of it and none of the sativa like i'm immediately relaxed it's not a bad thing i'm immediately relaxed i like it um um, the the other thing i was going to say one of the things i told patients about cbd and it's a very important thing to note is that um over-the-counter cbd the stuff that you get from uh smoke shops or or you know chamberlains or whatever um (laughs) there is no governing body for cbds they're like vitamins like nobody's watching the vitamins do you know what i mean there's there's like independent research teams or whatever control over medical cannabis there's none over him you got it and so so the at least the cbds that you get from dispensaries are regulated by the state so there's some oversight and you can get lab reports and you can get lab reports so be careful on the consumer level if you are not a patient 
and you're waiting to get your card and you're using mm-hmm. CBD that's over the counter, do extensive research and maybe order it online. That's probably a little bit better yeah. of a choice. Excuse me. Again, uh, Crystal Creek Organics has their lab reports. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually did an isolate dab in public of CBD uh, green crack. And it was really Which relaxing. Is lovely. And it was amazing. Killed all of my pain. Allowed me to drive home. And I was not yeah, whatsoever no medicated. Pain, but we and, felt... It was yeah. amazing. And I, and, and I am... I, the type of person who does not think that I can fuck with sativas at all. Mm-hmm. And I, again, had to learn about terpene profiles and what terpenes work for me the best. And Green Crack, um, having Mercine, helps mm-hmm. me with that calm part of the sativa, that part that I'm afraid of. And yeah. it's usually that fear of being, like, uh, stuck, as they say, or, like, yeah. mentally stuck where I'm fixated on something. And there's a difference between focus and fixating yeah, yeah. and absolutely and and ones that are a little bit more um you know aggressive can yeah. i would say definitely uh high high sativa yeah um like um redhead stranger jack herrera uh those are those are extremely like hyper focused right and that is for a certain type of person but like yeah if you're if, a, if, if you're a chemical engineer or if you're an engineer or if you work from home and you're working on a computer all day yeah go ahead or if you're just like you know it. a fabulous gay dude that works at a dispensary that's too yeah. fucking much you don't need that much <laughs> that's way too much you're gonna that's need a little bit of blue dream or it's like, something girl, in I there need, i was like I, I need to twirl i don't need to be like, yeah yeah <laughs> i can't do it completely going out of your mind no like i i think i i i think once you learn like what works for you it's it's like i was saying it's, it's like with alcohol like i don't drink gin because yeah. i know the next day is going to be hard so yeah. i know what alcohols work for me yeah. and mm-hmm. that's what i drink i can't drink anything except vodka yeah but well, i had to about- do the research i had to do the research yeah. unfortunately i had to kiss a lot of frogs but i found what worked yeah and that's how it is with cannabis like don't just keep smoking things that give you anxiety attacks so don't yeah. just keep smoking things that zonk you out do the research yeah, on what it is you're smoking. Zombie. And if you're buying on the black market and, you're, and your person doesn't know what they're selling, you stop fucking yeah, buying stop, from them. Yeah. Go it. find a that nerd. That's actually <laughs> the first thing yeah. that I learned from Wanda. Yeah. Um, when she was trying to uh, figure out what worked best for me, there was the one in particular that I liked because I have really bad insomnia, mm-hmm. which was the Blackberry Kush. And I was able to sleep all night without taking an Ambien and two over-the-counter sleep pills and 20 milligrams of mm-hmm. melatonin is what I had to and, take. And the thing that I like about that story is that you were not afraid of the Delta 8. And there's a lot yeah. of people who will go, oh, Delta 8. Well, no, no euphoria. So Excuse me. I'm like, girl, girl yeah. oh, please talk about Delta 8. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Delta so 8. So we're going to talk got, about Delta you got 8 about, right You got about five minutes to talk about Delta 8 and okay, we got to take a break. I'm, I could talk about it for about 20 minutes. So uh, let's talk about raw, heated, and then aged cannabis. Okay. So uh, Delta 8 is a part of uh, aged cannabis, which has... CBN, super rich for people with pain issues that are extreme, like lupus, RA, um, HIV, Mm -hmm. cancer, anything that you are Mm -hmm. going through that is extremely painful, please seek Delta 8 or products that are high in CBN. Right. Um, Make sure that you also take them with, 
I don't know, a, stim a stimulant like coffee, um, something like that if you're doing it during the day. A one-to-one -one is great, but when you want to get down to the pain and the sleep issue and sleep all night yeah. and not stay awake, you need Delta 8 or CBN. That's aged cannabis. Yeah. THC, can THCV, once it's um, decarbolized, you can decarb it again, and then it becomes aged. It, it slowly becomes right. aged. Yeah. And then you decarb it again, right? And the then it's rich, rich, rich in complex. Can I can I add a can I add a personal button to that? And this yeah. is just for this is this is me being shady. Mm -hmm. Can everybody <laughs> it, can everybody stop defaulting to nine pound hammer? Please? Yeah, please, please. There's so many more indicas and hybrids out there that are good for sleep. Gorilla yeah. grapes, banana Kush. Yep. Um, uh, Granddaddy if, purple. Granddaddy purple in a little bit more heavy use. Purple Linda. Um, like Pakistani citral Kush. Like is it um, is it chocolate? Uh, indica? No, not chocolate. Oh, chocolate. Fuck. There's a terpene found in chocolate though. Yeah, that's true. That is true. No, there's no, no. I meant the strain that. chocolate though. And then at the same time, there was another day when. I feel really sluggish because of all my autoimmune diseases and um, wanted to introduce me to a different one and I felt so energized and clear-minded like I can actually think I didn't feel zombie-like or like yeah. fixated on something. And she didn't have to spend much at the dispensary to be honest with you to try these products and yeah. to see how they affected her when she got her medical card. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It was not, it was actually a lot easier than anything. By the way, um, I, I, as I, a new patient, the only thing I can say is, you know, if you know people who know their stuff, ask the questions. You know, when you go in, tell people what your problems are and, like, ask them what will be best for this, what's best for the pain, what's best for the anxiety. Because By the way, I nerded out while you were talking, and yeah. chocolate OG is, in fact, an indica. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, as a new patient, like, Everybody should just learn, you know, what's good for their symptoms and for their diseases because just medicating with things that are random aren't going to keep away the pain or the symptoms for very let me, long. Let me ask you a question yeah. real quick, though, but because, and this is important for people out there who are patients or becoming patients. Like, what made you want to, like, kind of grab the bull by the horns and actually learn about cannabis itself and not just like ex like oh well thanks for this thing that makes me feel better and let it go away um mm -hmm. actually since i was so familiar you know i grew up with it i wasn't shy about asking about it right. and when i met wanda it was a really random day um it was really rough for her and she seriously had to medicate after that you know because it was just a traumatic day and um seeing how much it changed her from one person to another, you know, um, before medication and after medication. And, you know, after getting to know her over the next few days and her explaining all these, you know, she's very, very intelligent. She knows so much about all these different things. That she yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't hang out with dumb bitches. So, <laughs> yeah. so I took about, about by the way, guys, she, I think I took about 80 milligrams of CBD to calm down that day. Right. <laughs> and right. that was uh, Stanley Brothers tincture and it is female derived CBD, by the way. So yeah, yeah. But it, it really Bam. night and day difference. 
And um, when she just started explaining things to me, I was like, oh, I thought pot was just pot. But it, it made me interested because, I mean, I never thought that it was wrong in the first place. Oh, funny. <laughs> funny enough, like, that's kind of was my thought process going into working at the dispensary. And then I learned so much while I was there, but it's because I was willing to, like, open my yeah. my, my mind and my, my ears and, like, actually and take it to, in. like, expand your horizons. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. It wasn't just for getting high. It was for, it was a medication now, and yeah. it made mm-hmm. a big difference. So we're going to take a quick break, and then we will come back and continue our discussion. Yes. Yes! All I'm right. so glad you're here. Okay. Four degree leads. Chris said, Wanda's here. Yes, yes, bitch. Yes, honey. All right, well, all right. Well, we're gonna go uh, get uh, some uh, herbals, and we'll be right back. Bye. Yes, bye. At school, I rolled this joint, and I don't know about stems and leaves and all. I just right. threw some shit that was in my dad's box into the paper, rolled it up the best I could, smuggled <laughs> it in in a pen, and then I didn't even smoke it. I gave it to some other kids. Yeah, no, I, I House. straight up like. My dad was like, you know, you, until you learn how to drive a stick, you don't know how to drive a car. So like, I wasn't good at driving a stick, but as soon as oh, I got I good, as soon as I got if good it, at if driving stick, it was an emergency stick, situation, I'd be able to, you know. Oh no, no, I can drive a stick, um, not very well, but as, as I can't as, really drive. As soon a stick as I either. got good at driving a stick, I could drive stick and roll a joint like no problem. And then I just like <laughs> lost the skill somehow. <laughs> <laughs> kind of balance your. Yeah, you can do it one hand. Yeah. yeah, it's easier Balance to roll a joint. Steering, but, it, yeah, your legs, you got- <laughs> it's easier to roll a joint one handed than it is roll a blunt one handed. Really so really, I'm I'm not good with my hands. Go right to left or left to right. Yeah. Um. So we're back. We we've been recording for the past. Minute. Yeah, I kind of figured that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm um here with uh, Kristen and with uh, Wanda, Florida Green Leaves. Um, Wanda is currently uh, uh, preparing a um, nice. herbal treat for us, and <laughs> that requires hands. Yeah. So <laughs> she's spilling it all over her lap. Look I do that. the same thing. It's really? all good. Yeah, I'm terrible. Like if if I didn't have psoriasis, grinders that are like more enclosed, you know, it doesn't do that. Oh, you got to get a Jeffree Star grinder. Yeah. I mean, fuck Jeffree Star a little bit for real, mm-hmm. uh, but awesome. he's problematic. Um, He's problematic, girl. <laughs> but he's but he's an advocate of the uh, you know both the LGBT community and the uh, cannabis community. So you know he's a problematic fave, but he is a little bit of a racist and oh, cool. sexist against black women and racist against black black women. Um, yeah, that's pretty effed up. I'm not gonna say that he'll never hear this. He does not care, but. Okay. It's whatever. Anyway. Well, if he'll never hear it, then you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> Thank you. You're very welcome. Um, I, I, I can't stand for racism. Well, growing up it, where I grew up, you know, if, if I was a racist, I wouldn't be here today. Well, talk you know? about that because like the cannabis, because you're from where? St. Lucia? No, St. Croix, the United Croix. States Virgin Islands. Um, it's the closest island to Puerto Rico. Yeah. It is also the largest of the three Virgin Islands. Right. Um, we are not a third world country. It's not living in tiki huts and shit. Period. We have a lot of tourists that come and think that, and mm-hmm. it's like, no, no. So, um, 
we do get things from the states, but a lot later. Like y'all will get a movie in May, and we get it in like August. Right. So things are very delayed there because we have to import everything. But down there, there are a lot of people who believe in you know the way of the herb and you know just not just the the marijuana but you know they use different spices they grow it themselves the Mm -hmm. peppers and the basil and whatever but there's a um, lot more of a focus on like natural like yeah but you know pot down there i mean you know you go to jamaica you go to any caribbean island pot's gonna be the biggest thing there right and a lot of people I know they associate that with the culture purposes to get high. Yeah. Yeah. But um, recently they legalized uh, medical marijuana in the Virgin Islands. And my mom, who my family was friends with one of the senators, um, Terrence Nelson, who fought for the legalization of marijuana had my mother testify, so she was. She came and testified, you know, to her case and the benefits and everything else, and thanks to her and, you know, the senator, they got the bill passed. Right. So my mom was, like, nice. so excited. She was up here for all this medical stuff because they just don't have the specialists down there like they do here. Right. And so she was going home, and she was like, I can't wait to go home and plant my six plants because now they legally can grow you six. Can grant, yeah. Yeah. Well, she, when she was, you, you said she was up here. And- yeah, she comes up here every couple of months. She sees the same specialist I do. Uh, we see a rheumatologist. Um, I have lupus, RA, and fibro. My mom has the same, but she also has... Um, Oh, Lord. I can't remember what the one is now. It's Your extremities go very cold. You get cold all the time. Uh, Raynaud's. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she has Raynaud's. I said, I said and yeah, yeah, like I knew. She also Raynaud's came up was. here because she needed surgery in her shoulder. She had um, two tears in her rotator cuff. Oh, my God. And then the other one was she had to have some kind of surgery, um, not a gallbladder, but something else taken out. And then she ended up getting a hematoma, so she had to go back in and have surgery so they could clean it out. Right. So that was two surgeries. Then she had the surgery on her shoulder, so that was three surgeries. She was here about six months. She was only supposed to be here for about three to four weeks. Right. So um, it's just it, it was one medical thing after another for her mm-hmm. and for my grandmother as well. And. It, you know, my mom has always believed in the medical marijuana. My dad's been smoking it as long as I knew. I remember finding plants growing in the closet with, like, these LED lights or whatever it was. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, the memories, it's bro. A, the memories. It's, it's a, the black light uh, yeah, clubhouse or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I didn't know what it was then, but I was like, oh, this is cool. But, um, yeah, the memories. But so my with, mom, my mom helped get it legalized. You know, my family did it for as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. So to me, it was just something normal. And the fact that it's it's illegal is just foreign to me because so I mean, that's the cops what was, stop you in the Virgin Islands back when I was growing up. Yeah. Now it's different. They're real strict. But back when I was growing up. If they pull you over, you got a joint that ask you for a hit. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, that's <laughs> like, what I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you about kind of like the differences in perception. So in, in, in the culture that you're used to. In like, the culture I'm used to, yes, there's the laws. 
but people look around the laws for certain people. And in the Virgin Islands, you it's not what you know, it's who you know. Right. And everybody pretty much knows everybody, but if you're in with the right people, you know, and my family always has been, even going back to my grandmother, not just my dad, but my grandmother. And, you know, it's always... She did she did floral arrangements. She had a flower shop. Right. But she was so busy working for the governor all the time, you know, because she knew the governor. And then she went out there and she was out there, you know, doing their little things where they're promoting them with the signs. And she had me doing it and my other cousin doing it. And he he became governor. And every event he had, any, of uh, you know, arrangement he needed... You know, he called on her and she made all her money that way. So down there, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Right. You know, people in law enforcement, you get pulled over, of course, they're going to look away. Right. You know, and I'm sorry to call them out on it, but I mean, it's kind of what makes the VI great. You know, they're not assholes down there. Right. You know, so it's definitely a lot slower pace too, which I miss a lot. Um, it's just like people on top of people here and out there it's not like you can actually drive through like valleys and stuff with you got to stop because the, you know, cattle are crossing the road and shit. You got a goat in the road. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's like the Midwest, the Midwest. But, <laughs> um, I am really honored and, um, I've been sponsored by a company called GoFire, which is one of the best meter dose inhalers uh, out there. It has nanotechnology, and every single one of your sessions is recorded um, through this gold device chip that is added to your vape, and it recognizes it as a strain. So let's say you want to smoke some mandarin cookies. So let's smoke some mandarin cookies. Mm. Hmm. I think Delicious. I want to do two milligrams. Oh so goodness. we'll go ahead and put the device, and we'll we'll put the um, we'll put the app on at two milligrams. So we'll see how long it takes you to reach that two milligram sesh. Right now, it's way more medical than anything I've ever seen because. If you take a very, very small inhalation, it still records it, and it's still going into your body, but you can have a longer session than other people. I appreciate your uh, NPR voice while giving that explanation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I actually, no, seriously, I loved it. It's the um, softer side. Wait, how are you? I think Jeanette and Brittany like, will appreciate that. softer side. Wait, like real time, real, real time issue. How are you making that work? Because I've been trying to take a draw off of that. I don't think I got anything out of it. This? Yeah. yeah. So Wanda has rolled a um, a joint and has a it <laughs> has a glass filter. You just have to suck out of it because it's a glass tip. Oh, just yeah. the tip, girl. Just yeah, kidding. Just, just, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, honey. I had to. Oh, you went there. I had to. Go ahead and take a couple draws at a time. Um, so yeah. Ah, oh, now you got it. See, I didn't think I got anything out of it either. I guess I just I didn't do it hard enough. It's uh, one of the cleanest ways to. Fall out of this glass thing. You have to yeah. hold it up like this. Yeah. I have a smaller glass filter. If you would like a small one. Yeah, I have a bigger one. It's because of my asthma. 
But oh, that's true. at the cool. same time, I've had people, I've had you many people ask me, hey, listen. Off. Yeah, because it, me. you know why that is? Because the go. air goes in the cooler. That's awesome. The air goes in cooler. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, it goes through another I like filter. That. Yeah. I'm getting one of those two. That makes it, I... I could never smoke a joint. I would die choking. I want one of those, but I want it to be longer, like one of those, like oh, um, those elegant nineteen forty <laughs> cigarettes. Yes, I yes. love those. I love yes. them. Me and my grandma, we those are badass. Black and white, so when we get right. together, and we have our mixed drink cocktails, whatever, and oh, watch our old movies and get shit faced, and then next thing you know, we're blubbering on about something. <laughs> but. We just had a wonderful on air high five that none of you can see. But it yeah. happened, and it was, really it was a moment. Oh wait, wait, wait! Here, What's that's that? for the ash. Um, okay, I'm like, so yeah, I need ash. Oh, tray. So Wanda, you Got wanted to discuss um, CBNs. Yeah. Um, and please, can let, let's kind of start for a little bit from the beginning about what CBNs are. Okay, so basically, CBN is derived from CBNCV which is raw, and then when it's heated, it turns into CBD, and then when it's aged, it turns into CBN. Now, I think that the part of recognizing the aged cannabis is really important. Like, let's, let's relate it to something that we all Floridians know, okay? We have all had alcohol, so. Yep. Yeah. Um, let's re- let's relate it a little bit to that. I really don't like to relate it to that, but there's no other little, way I can to a lot no, of people. Little known fact: um, Florida man was created by alcohol. Oh gosh, goodness! Do do what you're so, and then I tilt my head forward because of my vertigo. Vertigo blows, but it's awesome sometimes. Oh my it's goodness! It's an instant high. This will this will solve the vertigo. So thing. basically, yeah. So CBN is just it's it's after heated THC. So in relation to alcohol, again, I don't want to relate it to that. Um, let's say you want to have a beer. As a, as a, it's it's is what she. What she's saying is, as a frame of reference, it's she's a, yeah, as, she's using alcohol as a frame of reference, but yeah. not as a, equa- a equation. No, not as a mathematical equation or as a feeling or anything like that. I'm just saying, if you were to say that you wanted some whiskey and then versus scotch, scotch is aged, whiskey is not. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, let's say you want some finer whiskey because you've already had whiskey most of your life and you're kind of over it. Um, You kind of want to go over to the richer aged cannabinoids like CBN and Delta 8. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You're Mm -hmm. really going to want that. Yep. Bloop. It specifically helps with pain and sleep. Absolutely. Yeah. High anxiety. And also psychosis. Um, I've actually read um, a couple articles that I've gotten recently. And um, I've actually read that psychosis is helped by a lot of CBN. So strains that are like richer in CBN or, you know, some sort of concentrate that is richer in CBN is good for. Yeah. That's what I keep looking for when whenever I'm speaking to patients about certain things like that, like, Mm -hmm. you know, anxiety spikes, uh, manic episodes yeah that sort of thing that's very hard <laughs> and i think it's really important for people to be honest about their symptoms 
when they go in. Yeah, and and, they are. I, and you, there is really great. go in and you explain your symptoms to them, then they can there's, look at all the different there's, combinations that could be right. There's a lot of trepidation because I think that what what it is is a, there's a disconnect between the physicians and the retail outlets where the physicians are telling uh, uh, patients that we'll explain it to them when they get here. As opposed to like having any knowledge themselves. So when they come into us, like they already have like this notion in their head that it's about to like, uh, oh no. Is that a weed emergency? Okay. Yeah. There you go. We save the weed. We save the weed. Um, that, so they already have a notion in their head that like, you know, we're going to hold their hand through the entire process. And it's like, girl, there are, uh, there are 50 people in that lobby behind you. Yeah. <laughs> I just happened to look out and find out that I had a neighbor who is extremely well versed in her, uh, cannabis, uh, and you know, the medications so I mean, she's just kind of teaching me everything. Yeah, the knowledge mentor. is definitely yeah. there. But I, I, not everybody's going to get that when they go into a dispensary. Or yeah, I'm super stoned, and I went off topic. Topic, and, but what uh, I was saying is about CBNs. Is like yeah. that is like an easily researchable thing that it, that absolutely like, with it, a lot of scientific backing, actually. Yeah, coming out of Spain and Israel. And and thank you for like explaining it because for people because now there's no excuse for people who didn't yeah. know like somebody just laid it out there for you. Yeah. Like and all you have to do is listen to this. I just listen to her talk about things when she's gonna post on her Instagram or do like a live thing. And I just listen to what she says. It's yeah. one you know, of the strongest so painkillers out there. Right. Yeah. For cannabinoids. Right. So exactly. I'm exactly. A lot from her, you know. So um, once you know, she's just been kind of mentoring me, and once I find the right combination, you know, I'll be fine. It's just right. But it. That, but that's the thing. It's like you. You have somebody who, yeah. a is willing to walk you through it, but you're willing to listen and learn because I'm willing to walk a lot of people through the yeah. process. But, but the ones who like, one right, the ones who are not willing to listen and learn, like it's exhausting, yeah. but they want yeah. all my time. And that's yeah. like, oh my God, they like I would, them, okay, you can the, drag a I horse say? to water, but right. Drink. Yeah. And guess what? I'm not dragging nobody nowhere. If you ain't walking, then fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> fuck that. Like, I can, oh, like, yeah. fuck that. I'm not yeah. dragging See, you nowhere. You. I'll leave your ass there. <laughs> I mean, let's Don't be real nobody. here. We all know, you know, us, I mean, us in the industry, it is, it is pretty hard to, um, you know, live day to day and um, help people every single day, no matter right. what yeah. we're doing. Or where we There's work. There's not enough time in the day. There There's is not, not enough, enough time hours. in a day. There's not enough time in a day. Uh, like, we have now over 200,000 registered patients in the state of Florida now. Good grief. So the amount of flour that has to be produced kind of scares me because there might okay, be a drought okay, in July okay. and August. Real quick. You said 200,000 patients in the state of Florida, right? Absolutely. Um, so let's say that two, those 200,000 patients um, all are granted smokable flour by next year. Let's say that's 2020. Um, the state of Florida is looking at capping uh, smokable flour at 10% THC. Let's talk about that bullshit. Yeah, because absolutely. They're, cap it. They're, cap, they're, they're trying to cap the THC, THC percentage, percentage of a smokable flour 
So basically, what what's going to happen is lower. people are going to go back to the cups, right? And they're going to just end up coming into the dispensaries with their hands broken, right? Or God knows what else. Or go back to black market and buying like K, mm. like weed laced with K two, which is horrific. That is absolutely terrifying. We made this legal for a reason, and there's no reason to make a cap right. on that. Right. It's. It, it's it's the it, it's like it's helped so many so many people that I've literally seen with my own two eyes. Right. It's it's for me. It's like why do you want people? Let it all be legal. It's like it, it, why do you want people back on opioids? Like it's yeah. it, it, is it. It, it, it seems to me that we pay more yeah. uh, to keep people locked up for, you know, crimes committed, like, for weed well, because when we everyone, don't have to. everyone likes cannabis because everyone performs better on cannabis and everyone is more of a normal human being while they're on cannabis. So let's go ahead and put that very easily into the hands of some minority and let's go ahead and put the prison industrial complex with it and let's go ahead and allow them to be in prison forever right because somebody has to go because somebody because because somebody has to be made an example of you're right and and that's and that's unfortunate you know i i I think the on the last episode of the show i mentioned a documentary a netflix documentary called the grass is greener Um, that is really good did you watch it yeah absolutely and there's a there's a part in the documentary where (laughs) (laughs) yeah i guess i'm just going to handle asking this thing from now on yeah um so there's a part in the documentary where um there is a gentleman who works in the cannabis industry a white guy who said when when asked if he would ever hire anybody who's currently incarcerated when they get out, he goes, no, well, those guys are really like, you know, knowledgeable about the industry. Like they're just all potheads and like, blah, blah. Wow. I'm talking, we're talking about the people who built the fucking industry. <laughs> that? that was my twisted tea. We're really good at spilling things today. Oh, cool. That's the <laughs> today. It's all good. Not much of it spilled. You sure? Yeah, no, I just, no, not much of it spilled. Girl, it's fine. Leave it alone. Yeah, everything oh is fine. Three strikes. We're out. So anyway, yeah. anyway, um, that's what I'm talk, saying. Like, dude, let's talk a little bit about um, how uh, CBD really helped me uh, with my uh, extreme back uh, issues. So, in 2017, I became a patient, and. <coughs> I started with CBD and I was, I, I started low and slow. Mm-hmm. And by the time it was 2018, the very next year, I was able to stand and walk and be okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so I absolutely believe in the benefits of CBD, CBC, CBG, CBN, all oh. cannabinoids. Oh. Can we, um, talk about though what cbd it will help and what cbd will not help because there's lots of people who are expecting certain results with cbd with certain ailments and it's like nah girl that's not really gonna work for that like do you know what i mean like cbd is great for inflammation and pain associated with inflammation but 
Yeah, but not, a lot of gut health. A yeah. lot of gut health people are coming to us and um, there's a need to give an oral or sublingual route because you want to ease their pain, but at the same time, whatever oil carrier that's with it can aggravate you know, your stomach lining. Right. Or or the person's ailment in general. So right, but um, like and it, it, it helped me out because I I mean you know I try not to tell people the wrong thing, but I don't find that a lot of people who have bad nerve pain are helped as much by CBD as people who have pain from inflammation. Like it, like people who have, oh yeah, do you know what I mean? Like I believe I, that there's lots of people who are like, well, you know, I've been using a CBD and I got it from this place or that place, and they're like, you know, dispensaries, and yeah. they're like, well, it hasn't been working. And when they tell me that kind of what the symptoms are, I'm like, well, try a one to one or TAC or higher TAC than CBD, and then that works for them. I'm not saying that like that's across the board. Of course, like CBD does work for some people's nerve pain, but by and large, I don't really think it does unless it's like tied to inflammation. I think that you're absolutely right uh, when it comes to nerve pain. If it's um, a connective uh, disc tissue disease that's um, minor, you can treat that with THC right. uh, as a rescue. Absolutely. You don't have to go the CBD route. It's probably not the best route for you. Um but there's there's other ailments as well that CBD would be <coughs> not as beneficial as THC, yeah. uh, such as uh, schizophrenia and other uh, no. psychotic ailments and disorders. Stop. Real quick, we're gonna take a real fast break. Like, if I'm, like, recording by myself, the mic stand is fine, but, like, I have to hold it to yeah. circle jerk or whatever this yeah, is. But, you know, <laughs> like, the microphones yeah. are on the 50s like that. Right. And they're trying to make everything retro. It's like they kept going further and further forward. It's like they couldn't go any more forward. So now they're kind of like right. revisiting the styles. Yeah. Well, now 90s is retro. And I refuse to accept that. I could get away with a pair of bell bottoms. Yeah. No, I refuse to accept that 90s is retro. Yeah, 90s. Wait until the early retro. 2000s is retro and everything is oh, bedazzled again. The early 2000s, the early 2000s, the early 2000s is the ugliest year for fashion. Like, this is the ugliest decade for fashion. 2000 to 2010. Okay, is the, well, there is, uh, there is a place. Cowboy boots happened. I didn't even know. Cowboy boots, girl. I know on industrial like people that are Von like, Dutch like, dad had like a dress code. Smet like, kill me. Gr- like time, <laughs> so I didn't get to get up on all the latest fashion. Yeah, girl. Ed Hardy happened in the early two thousands. It was always short shorts and small shirts. No, for us it was like more brands, so like Bolcom, Rusty, oh. like oh, yeah. Quicksilver, they like whatever brand. coolest right. surfer right. shit you had was the coolest like, thing. But people were wearing like complete matching like like denim shirts and like denim neon, pants. It's like, like in the nineties, like neon, like, neon, like Quicksilver, like you know, like um, 
shorts and then like a like a pastel green top. Right. That was you know, super nineties. Here in the states, you guys um, would get something in style and fashion. You know, you guys be wearing it, and we don't even like start with that trend. Until like two or three that's months crazy. later, right? Because Puerto so Rico, but that actually goes to Puerto to Rico like, first, and then it comes to Florida. Yeah, which like is actually really strange. I feel like I had like a weird position, like growing up in Atlanta, where everybody like felt like they were way more important than they really were. And like there was like you know what I'm saying, and so like they, they like there was like an Atlanta fashion weekend. It was like, girl, who's going to that? Like nobody's going to that. <laughs> like yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. Like I I like I, I just it was like so like but but the fashion in Atlanta was its own thing I think, and like that was the thing that permeated a lot of yeah. the and so and it was weird being on the forefront for a lot of different reasons. Yeah, and like notice it like on TV. I don't think I don't think like Atlanta gets a lot of credit for like its contributions to like you know like the hip hop community in Atlanta at least oh, gives like a lot of like it has given a lot to like culture like mm-hmm. mainstream culture including fashion man like like if you don't listen to Three Six Mafia like bye. if you don't <laughs> well they weren't from Atlanta. But they weren't from Atlanta, but Outkast. If you don't listen to Outkast, girl. I love Outkast. If you don't listen to Goody Mob, if you don't listen to... Wait, is 3-6 Mafia from Michigan? No, they're from Memphis. Oh, they're from Memphis. Yeah. Tennessee. Yeah, Shit. yeah, yeah. No, they're still Southern. They're still, they're okay. still part of that I wave. Like, I feel they're like they're they Southern, but... Like... Oof. Yeah, let's get back Girl, to Girl, like, the, like seriously, they like the album that will never come. We're still waiting on the next Outcast album. Like, we're waiting on like the Chronic 2019 or whatever the fuck. Like, that's never coming. Yeah, Dr. Dre's Dude, done. What's that song? Uh, Roses. Oh my god. Yeah, Jesus. That <laughs> was such a Somebody's good. But that was a good album to end on. If they're never gonna make another album, that was a good album to end on. Yeah. So okay. So, yeah, so speaking on like how everything is different. Um, <laughs> that was a great segue. Things, yeah. that was, Honestly. That was that segue is Matt was masterful. Yeah. So, so we want to talk a little bit about different about the three classes of cannabis, but specifically uh, hybrids. But in order to explain hybrids, we have to explain the other two the different molecules so we have to talk about um basically not really the molecule but basically the plant so you have sativa and then you have indica which most you're gonna see inflammation uh relief from both um but you're gonna get different effects so with indica you're gonna feel more of a relaxing body feeling and with sativa you're gonna feel more of a cerebral effect so that's what I always tell people. Um, I think that the best is hybrids to start out with because it's the combination of everything all in one. Yeah. For new patients. For, for new patients. Um, I, I always suggest something that is not a hybrid or a, I'm sorry, that's not a sativa or an indica because the feeling of cannabis for a new patient is already going to be foreign to them. Yeah, um, and, and so if I'm able to make them more comfortable with both sides at one time, then that's like 
easier. That way they can go, I didn't, if it's, you know, more on the indica dominant side, they can say, I didn't like the feeling of being more relaxed. Or if it was on the sativa dominant side, they, they would say, I didn't like the stimulation feeling. It gave me, you know, the little bit of anxiety. Yeah. And then I know to lean more indica or sativa or go down the middle, but it, it, it really informs, but, but definitely if people are having trouble with sleeping, I always suggest a hybrid or a hybrid or an indica over a sativa until we can correct the sleep problem. Yeah, absolutely. I would agree with that 100%. I think that a sativa keeps your brain, it depends on the terpenes that are in the profile as well. Um, it depends on whether you have A pining or B pining which keeps your brain in alpha or beta. So you're more relaxed with A pining than you are with B pining. So that also makes a huge difference. Um, there are some really good, um, the reasons why hybrids are great is because in the 60s and 70s, land races started being more of, growers were seeking out different seeds and going to different places like Africa and the Middle East and in Russia and in other lar large places where seeds are found. So they would crossbreed these seeds in order to make more of a yield and make more plants. So um, it started seeing uh, a really good effect amongst the mental health community, especially um, those with depression and anxiety. Um, I would definitely suggest a hybrid for someone who reports feeling anxious or depressed uh, to try that to begin with. Um, if it's more of a medical issue, I would suggest more of an indigo or a sativa. Right. I feel. Well, for for me personally, um, the a hybrid, whether a hybrid is more dominant on its indica or sativa side, um, makes a difference in whether or not I'm trying to manage an anxiety issue or a depression issue. Do you see what I'm saying? Like if, mm -hmm. if, if, it's, if it's an anxiety issue, um, it usually leans more indica. Mm -hmm. um, and if it's a depression issue, it usually leans more sativa. Absolutely. But not, but not one or the other, because for me, one or the other is going to like be off balance. Yeah. If it's going to be, if it's both, then I'll probably go more indica dominant anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Or definitely like a 50, 50. Yeah. Um, Blue dream is definitely the most popular. And the reason being is because it works really well for pain and for all types of mood disorders. Right. And it's one of the easiest flowers to grow. Well, that's definitely a good thing. Yeah. Like the, that's, that's actually like kind of an important point and kind of a, a um, question I get a lot is like, why do you guys, you know, price this at this and not this at that? Or like, how come you always have this and you don't have that? It's like, you know, the plants grow at different rates. They don't all grow at the same time or, you know, you know, at the same rate in the same environment. And so, all of that is based on the availability of, of the plant. I actually just recently did a post on that about um, macronutrients and about nitrogen. Phosphorus. I saw that. I saw that. If anybody so, was interested in that, go to Florida Greenleaves um, Instagram page. It's posted there. Yeah. So basically, um, 
you, uh, the entire repost uh, was a shout out to a good uh, friend uh, grower out in the West Coast that is trying just to give everyone the information on how to grow and the science behind growing. Um, I think it's also really important to know the science behind your plant, but also to grow your own plant and know the science behind growing your plant so that it can help you every single day with your pain, your mood, you know, that type of thing, which soon hopefully we'll have in the state. Right. Because that's going to be a very important component to people really, really being Healing. able to take charge yeah. of their own healing. I mean, if you're yeah. able to grow your own, you know, vegetable garden and not, you know, pay publics for their produce, then you should be able to grow your own medicine in the backyard as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it is. It's, it's difficult. It's, but. It's, a, it's a difficult <laughs> process for sure. But um, I mean, um, in Florida, it really is because the climate is. Uh, so but that different. should also like tell the state, like, listen, the people who are serious about their medication will go through the process of trying to grow cannabis. And the people and who are going to give up on it certain, are going to go to dispensaries. Yeah. And send certain their of their product to a lab to get tested. Then so well, so be it. That's great. I mean, I think that's empowering and wonderful. Yeah. I think I think they're thinking a little short sighted and like exactly which patients are going to have the patience <laughs> to grow yeah. their own pot. And it's not like, you know, you're all of a sudden going to have a million pot farmers in the state of For Florida. Like some people yeah, are won't. just aren't able. There's still going to be the definite the extraction concentrate route. Right. For sure. Um, people that that is really um, a difficult science, which chemists and analysts, uh, engineers, uh, certain people with a certain level of no fear should be able to do. Um, extraction is not easy. Um, I have a good friend again who is an extractor and it's not easy for him on a day-to-day -day basis. Right. So, um, I mean, with a closed loop system, it's, there's so many complications. I mean, you have to really watch your eye for everything. There's a lot of room for error with extraction on a large scale, which again, we have 220, I think I checked, or 202,000 patients in the state of Florida. Mm. Um, so that's a lot of concentrate to provide. Right. And um, that's kind of one of the most popular ways of uh, route right now, or choice of cannabis yeah which is which which i think has its place um in the world of <clears throat> in the world that we live in where cannabis is still looked at as like you know this yeah horrible thing like the vaping for me outside yeah it's like it's much more discreet it doesn't last in the system as long so it, it, it the the, um, the medicinal effects last longer than the euphoria effects do. Yeah, so but the it's, it's like it's, of the flower are kind of more still on a stigma right now. Right, and so that being the case, it's like people should be a little bit more open to you know employees or whomever you know vaping because and it, it because it's not like this impairment. It's mm -hmm. it's almost like it's okay to you know go take an oxy on your break, 
but like yeah it's not okay to take a rescue yeah, on your break for just a quick second and maybe feel it for about five minutes and then right maybe uh, just take a breather and go back inside um especially when it's cbd oil right uh, even if it's not thc um, and, and we all understand that that's like you know the 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 effect that like you know the Pharmaceutical companies and like the Nixon, <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. uh, the the Nixon uh, regime or whatever put on, in 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 Reagan in the war on drugs, that's a, the stigma that 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 happened politically and it's still like people take this it's it's even permeated like religion. There's people who who are like, well, it's just against my religion. It's yeah. like what girl to like you you you, you had yeah. you had a beer. Yeah. At at a ball game you, yesterday. You had wine at church, girl. People had to do shit to that. Like yeah. this, this That's like the answer for everything when it comes to like, you, <laughs> you had wine at church. Wine. Right. But but so it's like, all it's a sin to drink. Like But <laughs> like it's really like you would I would find it real hard to believe that Jesus had if he had access to marijuana yeah. and i and, and which and, they did back and, in that time and thank you thank you so much thank you thank you so much cannabis has you been around tell since me, 210 bcc technically you mean to, you mean to tell you mean to tell me <laughs> that like they first found it in an emperor's stomach that was born in 210 bcc in china right and you mean to tell me that like it it would have been a sin to use this as medication for people who were sick or people who were suffering and people who were in pain and yeah. you know what I'm saying like no there's no way and and this was a complete witch I think hunt healing and is definitely important especially yeah like it was a complete witch history. hunt to like to to deteriorate the you know the inner city communities and black communities like it that and and in the fact and I I keep circling back around to this because it's just for me it's it it, it speaks so much to the, I, I think mean, that, I understand that because most of my family is from Puerto Rico yeah. and there's nothing but gang violence there and it's been circled around for so long and so long and so long and so long and it's because of the cannabis industry that began in the early 60s. Yeah. And then later people wanted people cocaine and heroin people, and harder drugs. About that. Yeah, the cocaine. I mean, they're crucifying a plant that comes out of the ground where you know there's these people have these well rationalizations or yeah of, like difficult. they used to they give it to babies yeah you know for oh colic. yeah back in like the they would 19, give it 10. to adults for toothache or right. for you know whatever because it and has a numbing effect right but, but I mean, so that's what people are looking like for right. whenever they for do it <laughs> well child give them this much i mean it wasn't just adults it was children taking that and uh, that's pretty much now. It's you know, there's only one made. qualifying physician in the state of or in the county um, in Orlando uh, that will write and okay medical cannabis for PD for pediatrics. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. One in which all is ridiculous. Of Orange County. One. It's like come on, like. There are children uh, that need CBD highly. Yeah, I've seen very much so, and I've seen. I, I've kids who have like certain amount of seizures. I mean, that's what we got into. Yeah. that's what get, began this entire industry in 2007. That, you know, to be honest, yeah, so like the medicinal, better. the medicinal like industry began in yeah. 2007, hardcore, 
in Colorado because of um, because of patient X, right? Who began taking Charlotte's web? That's what began all of this. Yeah. To be honest, that's true. I think so. Um, that's when it really took off. And in, in in the medicinal aspect, yeah. And with all of the. It you just can't ba- ignore, it just baffles um, me. Rick Simpson's RX, RSO. Thank you so Canada. thank you so yeah, much. You can't I was ignore just that. about Sorry, to say that. Sorry, I was gonna be nope, like, hold on, let me mic check that. Yeah, because there's, I, I it so baffles my mind like how people can refute like the science of it. Like they oh. like you know what I'm saying like Jesus, how many people have to like tell you or how show many you medically? Have to show you that their tumors have decreased by two centimeters every two weeks because they take RSO maybe twenty five milligrams um every two day or two uh times a day. Thank you. You know, viable. Absolutely. Like it's certifiable. Like it, like people. I I I don't know, man. I, I think that stigma is still going to be there. And like the next like kind of shell we have to crack is like the religious community, especially Christians. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And because uh, I, be a big one. I see so many people in there. Like, like I'm just like, yo, if you can just let go of the fact that like, you think God is going to like strike you down for yeah. healing yourself yeah. for using something. Say that, like, it's going to be hard for some people to let it go because they're like, yeah. oh, that's a sin, you know. I will that's let you guys devil, know. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It's not the devil's lettuce, dude. I mean, my mom <laughs> and dad <laughs> are, uh, yeah, that you know, it's the devil's, awesome. it's it's true. It's, no, it's but called like, the devil's lettuce. But um, they're still, they're, but they're, they're really chill with it. Um, whenever I go over there, um, I transport my items within the back, 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 back of my car in a very heavy duty case, a rhino case. Um, and I transport my medicine and everything, everything is legal and clean um, and it's ready to go. And I go spend the weekend with my family and they do not care that I dab um, outside uh, or inside the house or smoke weed. Um, they prefer definitely that I smoke weed outside the house right. for sure. But um, they they understand if I have a tiny little steamroller or something, and I'm just trying to get to bed, and I'm just smoking a little bit of indica, then it's all good. But uh, I mean, the stigma definitely was there, but it's gone because I've educated my my family highly. Yeah, and that's what it I takes. I talk about it all the most, time most with them. Most wouldn't approve of that, but when knowledge is power, when you, you yeah, learn things and you understand things and you know that they're true, I mean, it just, it changes the way. There is science behind it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That is what I've always grasped towards my whole life. Right. It's, like it's, it's proof. It's irrefutable proof. Like you did, like at some point in your life, you get tired of being fed like a line of bullshit about everything. Yeah. And then you just start to try to discover things on your own. Yeah. And Absolutely. Like that, like I like facts. Like I love facts. Yeah. I love truth. I love the, the shit that can be proven. Yeah. And when everybody else gets on board with that, like this whole shit will be so much easier for all yeah. of us. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Because if everybody just understood, because there's still like, people are willing to drink the Kool Aid, the Reefer Madness yeah. Kool Aid. And yeah. it's like, girl, why are we still here with you? Well, well there's yeah. another big argument that. <clears throat> Oh, well, you know, people are arguing, well, this is all natural, you know, it's herbal, blah, 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 and it's illegal, but 
alcohol and like you said, the opioids and all of those stuff can be given and it's completely legal and it's worse for you. Right. Much worse. Than this stuff that's growing out of the earth, you know? Right. Uh, yeah. Growing out of people's, so there's a, there's a big uh, argument about seeds. that, but what, the way I see it is, you know, they say God created the earth, you know, he put all the plants and animals here. So well, then that's the religious the standpoint seeds. we got to take for no, sure. <laughs> listen, here's 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 a here's a Christian here's a Christian response to that. The Christian response to that is that although God created the earth, that the devil was allowed to like blah 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 blah, and it's like it's like sure, but was the devil allowed to put a plan on earth that healed people? Was that the thing? Because um, because that is an oxymoron and makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. So like wow that went into like a well it is it is Sunday so yeah. we had our, yeah. we had our religious talk no, it's, it's just really hard I'm saying it's really hard to convince people that like hardcore Bible dumpers like this oh, is a, this is, is close to a century of conditioning so yeah. like what do you like I'm sorry over a century of conditioning like yeah. what are we supposed to do about it you oh, know yeah but I mean because of my standpoint I'm like well you know. It says in the Bible that, you know, God created everything. Right. I mean, uh, you would assume that that's where the plant came from, you know, but they condemn it. The the Christians are like, oh, no, it's a sin. Well, it's because it's a psychotropic. Right. I mean, they there are written parts that they'll like misinterpret and, you know, warp and always do. I mean, yeah, absolutely. It takes more than a master's level to read the Bible for the most part. And it took me many years before I could sit there and like read it and understand yeah. it. Because the way they word it is so confusing. Well, I, I have to plenty make it general, of people in my life who have broken the Bible down to me in so many way, more ways than one. And I find the Bible as a religious, like as a text, um, like it, I, I do find that like I still follow a lot of the like moral principles of the of the Bible. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like but <laughs> right. Not like as instruction. Yeah. You know right. What I mean? It's not telling you yeah. what to but, do. It's just saying what you should do but yeah. the reason so, but but the but the reason why i don't fully trust the bible have you guys ever heard of the slave bible um no. yes i have so the slave bible was a version of the bible that was given to slaves being brought to america yeah. that taught them to be docile to be you know yeah. like you know so that was the version of christianity that was taught to um generations of uh african americans right yeah. yes and also <laughs> so in islands. my mind there are some there there were definitely parts of the bible that were written in that time that are that have been you know somewhat faithfully translated and that for me that is like the ten commandments and the more moral parts of the bible but yeah. the other parts of it were definitely like laws written in order to make sure that people kept procreating to create farms do you know what i'm saying like yeah, lots of what yeah. made it into the bible now was created by someone trying to rule over another class of people yeah. and those are the parts that i cannot really like yeah, comprehend in my mind about, well um you know jesus didn't write this himself 
Right. You know, so we're trusting someone else's work. Well, I mean, we're trusting historians, I mean, and that's all we have to go on. Yeah. People in the, the future. Argument, like, they're like, oh, well, other people wrote this. I mean, right. it's, you know. Right. Okay, to so, walk off a little on the uh, super religious talk, I mean, I think it's more simple to say that on a psychological level, looking at a person from their mind and their behaviors and looking at their brain and everything that makes everything emotional for them, uh, the reason why they're afraid of cannabis is because it is unknown to them. Right. A lot of people fear the unknown or what they've never had or what they've seen in others um, and, AKA and I think it madness. is, and I think it, that it is up to people like us to try to get the message out there and be very honest about cannabis Absolutely. and it's a, and, and, and the good and the not so great, like all of it, because, because people, I tell people all the time, like sheep. I mean, they just get on the bandwagon and you know, whatever everybody's saying, they're like, oh yeah, we're yeah. for that, blah, blah, blah. Blah, yeah, I'm very, I'm very upfront with people who have never used cannabis. Like, I'm like, this might knock you for a loop. I'm just going to tell you that. Oh, and yes. like, stick with it. You have no tolerance right now. And that's why I'm starting you yeah. very, very low. Yeah, yeah. like and build issue. your build yourself up like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm very honest with people. And I think it takes people talking honestly about cannabis and its effects and not just being like this is the greatest thing on earth like yeah. being very honest about the the parts of it that might feel a little bit uncomfortable be a little yeah. bit more medical about right it, and be more medical but about it there's one in like smokable farm that um i was having a joint with my friend and uh i called it one and done because I would literally take one hit and be completely stoned off my ass. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, that's stronger than anything I'd ever had before. So, I mean, it's just... Yeah, that's that would be really scary if you're needing to medicate in the morning to get out of bed, to begin your day of work. Um, you know, a lot of people do. That's... it's probably really terrifying to have that one and done like super in the morning but at night yeah. that would be great yeah. oh yeah well it was at it was always in the evenings mm -hmm. but um it can be a little difficult you know when you're trying to deal with your responsibilities at home and things that have to get done and then absolutely you know, you and work and then a bunch of stuff to calm down and get ready for bed and you know just knocked off your ass. I mean, it's not a fun feeling. Yeah. It, it was great for sleep because when I fell asleep, I slept like a rock. Like, I didn't move. I yeah. slept all night long. Yeah. But, you know, some of the other effects of it, you know, before the passing out part is it's not so fun. Right. It, you get very, I got very disoriented and I had to walk downstairs in the complex we lived in. So she was on the second floor, so I had to try to navigate downstairs. I already have problems with my joints and my balance. <laughs> oh, gosh, goodness. I, don't need I can't believe she didn't even help you downstairs. No, I, like, I do not need this right now. I'd always ask her, well, can you come over here and hang out? Because I was on the first floor. And then I always had to go up to her. And I'm, 
you know, I'm struggling to get up the stairs to begin with because of my joint problems. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, do you know what it takes for me to come see you? So, wow, that, <laughs> that raises the issue of, you know, again, people, I think that the focus now, since Smokable has been open, is just Smokable. Right. Yeah. Um, people and that's less a, that, medicated oh, for And I really, really wanted to talk about that because that was a huge thing that I've just been stressing to people. And talk Please about continue it. continue to take your CBD because it will enhance your floral experience. You'll end up needing to uh, usually what smoke for a high user, a one gram joint, let's say a pre-roll. Um, you'll do that whole thing and then feel an effect for about an hour to two hours. Right. But if you take CBD with that 15 minutes before, let's say five milligrams of CBD, then your experience would be a lot better and it would last three to four hours. Also, like kind of that lower, depending on the effect that you're looking for, mm -hmm. that lower amount of CBD um, could be the difference in how you receive the THC because um, a higher amount of CBD might block the effects of the THC somewhat. Mm -hmm. um, so I always tell people to like be very careful about their CBD intake. Like if you want more of the THC euphoria effect, then like keep your CBD intake a little bit lower. If you mm -hmm. want more of the, you know, nausea relief or inflammation relief, um, then go a little bit higher with the CBD. Absolutely, yes. So, yeah. So... We talked the shit out of cannabis, guys. Yeah, so, yes. Wanda, real quick, rapid fire question time. Are you ready? You were yes. not expecting this. Sure. What is your favorite animal? Um, definitely, I would say a sloth. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would say a that sloth. accurate for her. I mean, <laughs> they get to hang on the trees all day, and they're really slow, and yeah. they're really chill, yeah. you know? I see you being. <laughs> when was the last time you laughed the hardest? Uh, I think when I had that green crack pre-roll. Yes. Um, definitely for sure. That she was killer. <laughs> I loved that. That was that really was great. Good. Oh, yeah. It's a 60-40 really great sativa. It's yeah. so mood elevating, yeah, it but it relaxes <laughs> you. Get it, guys. Now I just announced the shit out of that. <laughs> What's your favorite color? Um, red, for sure. What's your favorite print song? Um, I would say, um, Purple Rain, dude. Just because purple I'm, rain. yeah. I'm purple that. Rain? Yeah. Yeah, Purple Rain is one. Yeah, Purple Rain's a song. Purple Rain. Yeah, I know, but I said, isn't that a Prince song? Yeah, it's a Prince song. Ew, well, that's what he's talking about. Talking about You're Prince. stranded on a desert island, and a plane drops off a box of supplies that will get you through the year. What is in that box of supplies? I would definitely say, um, I would say uh, toiletries, um, and I would say um, shelter, yeah. items for shelter that you can't have on wherever you are, because I'm not going to be all naked and afraid right now, Eddie. <laughs> We're not going there. Yeah. No, that's well, like... You could just send fabric. I'd be um, like, send a tent, like send... A and a flint. Like, I mean, but you can make a tent out of wood and also yeah. palm trees. A machine. I, oh, okay, okay, no, no, no. Send me, so send me tent building tools the, because you can always pull palms off the tree. Yes. So, okay, so send me tools. 
Send me tools. Send me Infinite Jest because it's a huge book and it'll take me a year to read it. (laughs) And, and... Uh, oh, that was great. And Sydney, oh Sydney, strawberry switchblade. A year's worth of strawberry switchblade. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be nice. Oh, yeah. Actually, for me, it would be white buffalo because I would be on that. Yeah. Beach and just no, I understand that. that. I understand that. You know me and that white I buff. Track of all the names. I, I'm like, who comes up with these names anyway? Well, that's the thing is that like, we have to definitely. Educate like, the community on the different strains shit. and what they are yes. and what they're for. What yes. they're for. What they're for. They, yes. They have these great strains, you know, you, and you'll smoke it and it's wonderful, but it's got this really stupid weird name, you know? Oh. Right. <laughs> and yeah, some of them are super inappropriate. It's like, ooh, like pink, like pink panties. No. Gills Nils. None of you should look up Gills Nils, the definition of Gills Nils, but also you should. I think, but Gills Nils um, is for. But um, seriously, who names these things? Like somebody's nephew somewhere, obviously a 12 year old. I think like that's there's for a nausea <laughs> only, correct? White buffalo. I like, don't know. Do I have to leafly this right buffalo. now? Like green crack is real hard for me to like, crack, yeah. like reconcile with people. You, but you know what? That that one lives up to its name. Yeah. Because it's something you want to do all the time. Yeah, no, so I I love... So much better. It's definitely the most energizing, um, but yeah. also relaxing of the sativas. Okay. okay, last question. All right. What is the biggest change that you want to see in the cannabis industry? Oh, um, <laughs> vertical... Uh, vertical integration for sure explain um most of the cannabis industry is basically on a horizontal integration so that means that every single company makes their own profit um and has their own different lab testings Uh, if, if it was vertical integration then there would be a testing lab uh for everything and more requirements it would be more of a recreational and also medical issue, but it would be more so based on percentages and what the company can do for all of the different companies. It's not just one company fighting against another or borrowing against another. It's more of like, here are the guidelines. It's all strict. It's all ran through. This is how it's going to be in Canada or this is how it's going to be in the United States. And that's where Canada has gone. And look at how big they've gotten. Right, exactly. So a lot of companies are reaching towards uh, horizontal integration so that they can rage and, you know, exceed their profits um, and, you know, be more of a privatized company, medical company. And I see that for what it is. It is important to have that, but then what is it going to become? Is it going to become Pfizer? Is it going to become some sort of certain medical company? That yeah. Is it, it, is it going to get more and more synthetic? Is it yeah. going to get exactly. yeah, more and more accessible? Produce, you know, all these chemicals and stuff. They make pills and all this other stuff. And then they're going to take on, you know, the medical marijuana. What are they going to do do to it to try and put their spin on it to make it better than somebody else's company? Well, that's what the right. lab testing is for, but it's really important. <clears throat> right, but the lab it. testing is going to get to the point where it's going to be able to be influenced by lobbyists. Yeah. 
Oh, and do you know what I'm saying? And so like, that's the thing that is that right there, I think needs to be checked now. Do you know what I'm saying? That that's something that needs to be in check right now. Otherwise we're going to have like, you know, fucking more synthetic cannabis on our hands or like, you know what I mean? And it's going to flood the market and people are going to be getting sick or yeah, or addicted to it the way that they were the, the way that they're addicted to fucking opioids right it's going to be a chemical and no longer um a natural remedy and so i think that that sort of thing needs to be checked right now yeah they should have a lot of guidelines and regulations when it comes to that right so so friends Thank you for doing my podcast. Yes. <laughs> You're welcome for inviting me and coming by. No, like seriously, I know this has been in the works for a minute, so I'm so glad that you guys came by and that we did the podcast together. I'm super excited. Yes, it's very fun. Very Yay. fun and honoring for sure. Yeah, like we'll 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 put together another one soon. Um, you know, as soon as I get my shit together. Yeah, and I mean, well, if you guys want to get something more specific, you know, email Eddie and ask us some questions on what you want us to right. harp on. Also, again, Florida Green Leaves on Instagram. Um, tons of amazing content, tons of educational content. And also just see what Wanda is up to and where she is. Um, I got some... Uh, kind of things that I'm going to pick her brain about and probably be more upfront about that <laughs> once I kind of uh, get more of a plan. But definitely, yeah, I've been all over the state lately. Yeah, oh my like, gosh, I've been traveling so much. Yeah, like I definitely want to find like every week. <laughs> yeah, I've been uh, seeing a lot of people and getting people um, free recommendations and just um, spreading the knowledge and the love of cannabis to everyone. You know, I, I didn't go to dab day on 420. Right. You know? Yeah, man. <laughs> so, You're too busy, uh, too busy working. <laughs> too, too busy working. Too busy spreading the love and the knowledge, uh, for sure. Um, it's way more important for me. Uh, patients always come first. Always. Yes. I've always said that. 100%. Yep. I'll say that until I die, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, you guys get to be here for uh, the end of the show. The Anna Banana shout out section. I'm going to give a shout out to uh, Wanda because she's sitting here. And also to Sophia the cat who interrupted the second segment of this show because we thought she was going to murder us. Uh, She somehow got out of the room. Uh, But she's back in the room thanks to Kristen. So shout out to Kristen. Um, Also, um, you guys, if you would like to send some responses into anything you heard on the podcast, the podcast email is helpyouhelpmepod at gmail.com. Also, uh, slide into my DMs. Uh, Don't send dick pics. I don't don't need them. Yes, please don't. Just please don't. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Send knowledge and questions in my VM. No, my DMs, girl. DMs. DMs. Direct message. No, no. That's how it's done. Oh, no, girl. No, I did not say DMs. I told you my hearing was. Oh, it is so stank. Um, (laughs) Your your hearing is shady as fuck. Um, I ain't got to sign off because I don't have a sign off. Bye, kids. Bye, everybody. Bye.